Hello, my name is Steven Sonnes. I play drums for seven days in Alaska and Archetype, and you're watching Behind the Kit. everybody, thanks for tuning in to Behind the Kit. Today's episode is pulled straight from one of my YouTube videos. Uh, if you wanna see the live performance and also the playthrough at the end, check out youtube.com forward slash behind the kit official and you'll be able to actually see Seaman playing through the song at the very end of this uh, interview. Otherwise, you can just listen to it on this podcast. Uh, if you want the links and everything to all of his bands he's associated with and Lots of cool behind the scenes photos. Um, check out the interview that I did with him. That is the one that's posted on YouTube. That's where I'm pulling this audio from. So there's tons of stuff in there I did not include on the podcast uh, because it just doesn't work without being able to see it. So check it out there. Uh, Seaman is a great guy. Uh, I met him through his work he did with Haken when he was their tech and their videographer. He helped me set up my first interview with Ray um, which also can be seen on the channel. That will be coming in a podcast form soon as well. But he's really the one that got me started on all of this, so I really owe him a lot. He's a great friend, a great mentor, and he's got a lot to say. He's got a lot, really, that you can learn from him, so definitely check him out. Seaman Sandis. You can check the description on this podcast to see how his name is spelled, so you can go follow him everywhere. He's posting stuff like crazy, so really big on social media. Uh, we talk about that, how it can help you or hurt you uh, based on how you handle it. So um, stick around, listen to the podcast. And then again, at the end, he's got a playthrough of his song that he's most proud of. Uh, and it's a great song. It's really killer. So check it out. And I'll see you guys at the end. So who are you and who do you play drums for? Hello, I'm Steven Sannes. I'm 23 years old. I come from a small town in Norway called Kristiansand. Um, I play drums for Seven Days in Alaska, Oakland Rain, Archintype, and also toured with a Danish band called Vola, and I also done a lot of shows with uh, bands like Sirenia and yeah, a lot of other cool bands around. So yeah, basically I'm a hooker of a drummer. <laughs> you recently toured with Haken as their drum tech and videographer. How did that come about? Yeah, I toured with Haken, and I've been touring with them for the last three tours almost. Um, well, it started without my band, Archentype, supporting them on a European tour. And I just started doing like small videos for them. Just like after show, like 40 seconds with the highlights of each show and like crowd shots and stuff like that. And I didn't have like any too good camera equipment, but it was just like um, start, starting out for me to do something. Yeah, just to give something back because Haken was so kind to bring, out, bring us out on tour. And the guys just liked it. And as I was using Ray's drum kit every day and help helping that one set it up and tear it down, I kind of like knew his, um, what do you call it? His yeah, setup. Yeah. 
Um, so for the next tour, they asked me to join them as like a, a drum tech nice. video guy, um, which has been absolutely amazing. Do you have any schooling in regards to cinematography or photography? No, I don't have any schooling or anything. Uh, I've been doing like videos ever since I was like in third grade. Wow. And, and it's uh, just been like a nice hobby that I've had. Um, after the first Taken tour I did, I actually got more and more offers to do like videos for event companies and like make small like yeah, film parties and make like small after movies from those parties. And um, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of videos for, yeah, different people and it's just been developing to be more and more. So like the first Haken tour I did as a tech, my payment was actually oh, a dang. camera. So that's the camera I have now. Because um, I figured that if I was going to do do that professionally more, I want like better equipment. So instead yeah. of me getting paid, I just got the camera to use to shoot Haken instead. Sounds and that like was a, a very, very good deal for me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really glad I did it. That's awesome. favorite album you've performed on my favorite album i performed on is disorientated by archetype because i wrote a lot of things for it everything where like i was a part of everything i was a part of writing all the songs almost oh, wow. i was a part of orchestrating the songs like making sure everything was ready for mixing and I was like a huge part of the entire yeah. process. Uh, the only thing that was like, we wrote the album, it was done like three days before I was going to go into the studio. So I had basically three days to learn the songs oh and gosh. record them. And then I had the day off because I was really tired of like all the writing, been late nights and we had the deadline we had to follow. I had basically two days to learn the songs wow. and that wasn't enough at all. Me and the guitarist, we jammed out four or three songs the first day, recorded it the next day. And at the night after we recorded those songs, we jammed the next three songs that was going to record Jeez. the day after. So it was like, like 16 <laughs> hours of playing That's drums crazy. and recording and then sleep yeah. for a few hours and then back into the studio to do more Jeez. recording and I was so dead. Yeah, absolutely no <laughs> idea how dead yeah. I was. And I'm not particularly happy all about like the drum parts because a lot of them could have been much better if I had sure. more time to digest like, them, really dig into Shoot. the songs as a drummer. And that's kind of like yeah. a bummer that I, drummer <laughs> bummer, that it's, uh, it was kind of a bummer that I didn't have the time to like really put my typical yeah. things on it.
but all in all, I'm really happy Good. with the end result because it's something we're, I'm very proud of. Like the intensity of those three weeks of recording and no sleep and everything was just yeah, recording, writing, eating <laughs> shit food and no yeah. sleep for three weeks. It was just That's super crazy. intense. But I'm proud of yeah, the definitely. end product that I am. And it's definitely my favorite record and my def- favorite like projects nice. I've been part of. or drums in particular well it started out like when i was in fifth grade when i'm like probably 10 i went for a few drum lessons uh like in a local drum school here uh probably went for like six months or something but i was really into soccer and i played soccer like semi-professional since i was from i was 14 till i was 16 i was like really into that ever since like since i was 10 I was just like soccer, soccer, <laughs> soccer, soccer, nothing else. I didn't play drums that much for that time. And then I started, then when I was 16, I was kind of like gradually f- went over to playing more and more drums. I started at like at a high school that specializes oh, cool. in music. So I had like the regular high school type, but I had music as an extra. There I learned like theory, like a composition. Wow. And I had like, I had drum classes as a subject and I was very nice. And I met one of the best teachers ever called Lars Erik Ass. He plays with Gaspacho, which is a pretty well-known prog rock art band oh, around here in Europe. From there, he kind of inspired me to go for being a drummer. And uh, we had a goal that I was going to get into the conservatory here in, Nor- in Christensand. I was also accepted into uh, Tech music school. I don't. I don't think it's called that anymore. In London, it's in Fulham. Actually, going to go there for three years and doing uh, what is it called? Yeah, something, something in music, <laughs> popular music. Instead, I end up doing a bachelor degree in uh, music performance here at the conservatory in hmm. Christiansand, which was kind of my goal. Cool from the yeah. beginning. I was actually doing a master degree this year, starting this year, but I did like, I postponed it till next year. So, cause I have been doing yeah. so much touring as a tech this year, which has been awesome. And now I have time to do like, try to build my social media and build myself as a drummer much more as I have the time to just say yes to every gig <laughs> opportunity. So one year of music teaching and then I have a bachelor degree in music performance with drums as my Sweet. main instrument. joined the band seven days in alaska why do you think they chose you yeah uh seven days in alaska uh i know the guys from a long time ago and actually the uh, vocalists in seven days in alaska were supposed to be the vocalist or the singer in archetype and they've been struggling kind of with drummers not struggling but like they have been using uh substitutes and etc for quite some times and uh they asked me in like march if 
I knew it, and a drummer that could fit the band. And I was like, they asked me that before, and I've given them some names here and there. But this time was like, it would be nice to have at least one band where I play drums and can like just appreciate playing the music and not have to do so much of bookings, be a part of um, all the logistics with playing a band, just more like playing in a band, do the things that I like, social media, and yeah. So I thought that and I was like, what about me? And they were like, if you can join, that would be the best. And I was like, I want to join, so let's do it. And uh, so they kind of like didn't actually ask me to join in the yeah. beginning. It was yeah. more of me, like they reached out for help yeah. to find a drummer. And I was like, I want to do it. And they were like, yep, cool. You're going to do it. Like yeah. they wanted to have yeah. me there, but I knew I was very busy with other stuff. So they didn't think yep. that was like an opportunity. I'm not a drummer and I love it. It's fantastic music to play and it's so fun to just be a drummer again and just play music not yeah i love it have you ever spent seven days in alaska and no i've never <laughs> spent seven days in alaska but i would love to i've heard it's very nice but it's yeah. also very similar to norway i think right outside now it's like snow and ice cold it's like five minus celsius if anyone out there in the american country know what that means <laughs> so who are your main drum influences so yeah my main drum influences um that started out with like eric carr from kiss and then i turned into eric singer from kiss joey jordison from slipknot and then i was really into uh, jimmy Sullivan or the rev from event sevenfold mm. he was kind of the guy that wanted me to do like to be a drummer and like be a rock star to say it like that uh not that i am a rock star or anything but i just wanted to be exactly like him because i thought it was so cool and such an amazing musician yeah and the way he played the double bass and around the kick and like every tie was always super tight and his performance was just always spot on no matter what he was kind of like i would say he was my main influence to be a drummer like all in all and then you had matt griner from august branch red I, I was like so fanboying him you have no idea i send like <laughs> messages all the time like hey matt i love you uh how do you play this and this and drums how can i get better at double pedal what's oh the tempo of this and this song and he was like he would always reply to me and that was like for me as like a 16 year old guy who just just started to like play drums for real and like really want to get into it and have like his idol yeah answering him on every message on facebook that was just such a big deal i was actually side stage with him watching my other one of my favorite band called flesh god, flesh god apocalypse from italy and that was so cool just like hanging out together side stage Nice. watching my, one of my other favorite drummers nice. and surreal. it was just yeah it was a surreal experience and then i had mario duplantier from gujira he's been a huge influence on me and uh, lately it's definitely been matt halpern mm. and matt garska from animals leaders and periphery yeah the way they played metal drums is the way i want to play metal drums basically <laughs> i mean matt halpern has all this huge and powerful backbeat and technique he's so good and he's just so it's just so much passion and power in his drumming yeah and matt garcia is like technical freak and yeah, the is. things he does and i have some of his drum lessons from that i bought from his web page and they're just ridiculous some <laughs> of the stuff he does and like his concepts is just amazing nice. and i really really love that i mean i do appreciate like 
Buddy Rich and Ben and Greb really appreciate them, but I didn't exp- I didn't like see them for the drummer they are until like a couple of years ago. So they didn't like I didn't check them out when I was a kid. So they kind of like right. they kind of like didn't influence me yeah. that much. Right now, I also really love Richard Spaven. He's like he's the like a drum and bass drummer, and he he's so good. Check out Richard Spaven, everyone. Richard Spaven. Link below. So what's your favorite song to perform? Uh, my favorite song to perform has to be, I would say, Time Collapse, I think, by Archentype. The, the power of it all, and I really like that tune, is it's really yeah, powerful and has a lot of cool the midsection which I wrote or I, I wrote the drums to it only and then I was kind of like I went to my to our bassist Cecil and just here is the drums make a bass line and he made a cool bass line and then Seaman the uh, other guitarist he made a cool guitar line for it and it was like this section is so cool <laughs> so yeah nice that's cool so what drum track that you've written are you most proud of Oh, what drum track I've written is most proud of that actually has to be the same song I would say <laughs> I haven't written that many drum parts, to be honest. I usually, the most things I've recorded on is usually someone else's drum tracks. And I just record it, do like my version of it. But the Time Collapse by Archentype was definitely a part that I wrote and have been through the time, like through the years. Through the years, we've only been banned for like two years. (laughs) The things I've been adding to it and stuff like that, I... Yeah, it's just been more and more fun to play because I, I can play it with more uh, more ease and I can like add more ghost notes and I can add more sauce to the entire <laughs> thing. And I really enjoy that Rocket to be able to do sauce. it. So what music have you been listening to recently? Oh, music. I've been listening to Imogen Heap. She's so good. Just check her out and a lot of like drum and bass things. Uh, Bill Lawrence, one of the keyboard players from... Snarky Puppy, he has some so cool solo projects. And I've really been into uh, Richard Spaven's new album as well. Uh, It's called The Self. It's really, really cool. His old album is also really cool. Mammal Hands, I think the band is called. It's also really cool, like jazzy thing. Cool. Yeah, I've been basically just having the same songs on repeat for quite some time to be honest because <laughs> there's a lot of pros- process and yeah Swedish band, Swedish band called Wintergarten uh, it's so good it's really really good uh, that's basically what I've been listening to lately um, cool. I don't know why but it usually takes some time for me to start to appreciate a new band so whenever like I find a new band that I like I just listen to that band for like two years <laughs> And everything else is just shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Me too. yeah. Me too, man. So, what advice would you give to any drummers hoping to quote make it? Practice a lot. Have good practice routines. Be active on social media. Say to yourself that you are someone and that you are interesting enough for others, other people to follow, and kind of be in a state where you're you're like I'm good enough for people to follow me and like be interested in my life. Um, I'm really bad at that myself, even though it might, from the outside, might not look like it. But I, 
I've been like struggling so much to post things of myself and like that because I'm like why people don't care about this and people don't people don't want to see this and people don't want to see that but I think like in this time like 2017 is more important than ever to put yourself out and just be be there all the time and like have constantly like not constantly but like consistent uh, updates on social media and stuff stuff like that my other good advice is to always make the full of every opportunity because you never know where it leads so like my band was supporting Haken and I saw the opportunity to improve my camera work by doing videos for them which led to me doing another tour with them and getting paid work for that and then it led me to doing tech teching for Mike Portnoy which is also one of my drum heroes I actually still have a post of him at my room at my parents house um <laughs> Nice. which is kind of surreal to be honest yeah so like always whenever you have an opportunity always try to make the fullest of every opportunity you have yeah. always try to see if there's like is there someone here i can talk to to like give my business card there's so many many gigs i've done and i've been like chatting with some guy from the other band and we've been like he'd been asking me yeah what do you do and like yeah I, i'm really a metal drummer and i do this and this and he's like hey hey we need a drummer for this project and would you might we could try to have you for drumming for us and I've been like yeah of course and like yeah so yeah always try to make the fullest out of every opportunity you get if you're on a gig always try to talk with the people around the venue maybe they know someone who knows someone that needs a drummer and you you get in contact with them uh, i think matt halpern has a really good class on this right now i think he posted it just a couple of weeks ago where he goes through the importance of always interacting with people and i think that's a really really yeah that's something you got to do just yeah. make the fullest out of every opportunity you get yeah. that's my like my best advice has social media changed the way of the music biz for better or worse well yeah I'm, I'm pretty active on social media like to be a normal guy um but i would say like if you compare me to like for instance like kendall jenner or kim kardashian or whoever <laughs> who is like a really like a celebrity uh, I have so much like to learn from those guys because uh, like they put themselves out there all the time and like constantly and just like pushing, pushing, pushing whatever they're doing. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't necessarily think that's a really good thing. But <laughs> again, people are really people are more than ever interested in following other people's lives and what they're doing. And I'm I'm struggling with myself to like do anything talking to the camera and that's uh that's something i gotta work on but so yeah but i'm i i am indeed active very active on social media but i see it as a platform for me to get um to get work and like all of my beginning projects and almost almost everything i've ever done has come from like social media my first band ever almost they they were like it was just a small band here in Christiansand, but we ended up playing on Wacken together like a huge metal festival in germany they were like just like googling drummer from Christiansand in norwegian of course and boom i was the first one who popped up on youtube because i would like hashtagged everything or tagged everything with Christiansand drummer norwegian drummer etc and they were like oh this guy looks seems okay let's ask him 
And then they asked me and that was only because I had a video of myself wow. playing drums on YouTube. That's awesome. And I actually, I did like the tour I did with the Danish band Vola was because they found me on YouTube and they sent me an email if I want to do the tour with them because they, they were kind of in a rush and needed a drummer. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I have nothing bad to say about the social media thing. It takes a lot of time. That is indeed true, but I really enjoy doing it. I think it's fun and I do it for myself because I, I enjoy like editing pictures, editing videos. I enjoy recording stuff. I enjoy to post things I do. Uh, I don't do it for anyone else but myself. So yeah, I definitely think that social media has helped like smaller bands and people like me who play in smaller bands to reach a bigger fan base and reach more people and it's easier to kind of get yourself out there. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with it at all. I don't think I would have that much work to be honest and not at least not have that many of those cool opportunities that I've had yeah. if it weren't for social media. So for me, it's only been a positive change, but that's uh, for myself speaking. I think maybe for like older bands in the middle, people that kind of don't get how important the social media stuff is these days, I think that might make things a lot harder for, yeah. for those type of bands. So what's your favorite social media platform? Facebook, maybe. Uh, because usually I see a way more interaction there than on, for instance, Instagram. Um, I get to talk more with people and have more like an open discussion and like get to know people better. Uh, Instagram is more of like a follow thing and you just press like and stuff. But Facebook is more you get to know the people that actually follows you. And my Facebook profile is open uh, and I use my personal Facebook page as kind of like my artist page. I mean, even though like Instagram, I usually get more likes on every post and I post more re regularly on Instagram. But Facebook definitely gives me an opportunity to talk with people and like get to know what they want and what I can do better and what uh, they think of stuff. Uh, on Instagram is more like and then scroll. If you could give one piece of advice to your past self, what would that be? Well, if there's one advice I can give myself, that would be to work more on the basic stuff. I was way too early to just like play double pedal. That was why I started playing drums and just like going for it. I didn't like use that much time and focus on time and groove, like many of the key elements. Yeah. So I've been like working a lot of, lot of, uh, lot of like the, the base, the basic stuff. I've been having to struggle with that while I'm like practical and adult, and that sucks. And also, that I would I would say don't rush that much. I would like be happy and like be content in the situation you are, and be more in the situation. Because I'm like the guy who I start a new project before I finished my old, my the project I was doing. Um, yeah. I really wish that I could be, that I'd be focusing more on the basic stuff and that I could just be more like satisfied in the situation I was in, uh, not having to jump from band to band and just play all the time and do this and this and this, just like yeah. relax a little bit. But yeah. I don't know, maybe that's, uh, that's one of the things that got me to where I am today. But if there's one thing I could change, it was, it's those two things. Just take time and practice, yeah. practice more. 
So who are your favorite drummers on the scene right now? Uh, this is weird, but it's Ray from Haken. I'd really like that guy. Uh, he's, he's great. He's awesome. He's amazing. Because he's just, uh, I mean, it's just getting better and better all the time. And some of the stuff he does, I don't think people appreciate the stuff he does as a drummer. Yeah, he's underrated uh, for sure. Good enough or well enough, to be honest. He, some of the things he does is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so um, my favorite drummers now are Ray uh, Hearn from Haken and Matt Garska and Matt Halpern. Uh, and also that Ray is such a nice guy and I like hanging with him and we spend so much time together. And that's like his drum tech-ish. I kind of like get to see how good he actually is and appreciate <laughs> yeah. all the stuff he does. He's amazing. And uh, yeah, and he's just, as I'm saying, he's just becoming better and better all the time. And he's uh, definitely someone I look up to and think of as a really good drummer. And he deserves so much more attention than he's getting. So Ray, get yourself out there on the social media and get yourself some well-deserved attention. Yeah. You cheeky man. <laughs> What he said. How awesome is Mike Portnoy's house? Be honest. Well, Mike Portnoy's house is awesome. Uh, I got to see his basement where he has all of his drum kits. And that was just, that was so surreal. I mean, I, I've seen the DVD of him like doing his tour down his basement and me yeah. myself being there. That was just crazy. Um, uh, he was not around. He was on tour at that time. And... Uh, we didn't. We weren't in the basement for that long. I was just like I was more, more into like the the awards, yeah, like from yeah. the modern drummer, and I was so cool seeing and like, I was so in like drum heaven, seeing <laughs> all these drum kits and yeah. sitting behind them playing them, and I was just like I have no idea what to play, and I don't. I was just like, oh my god, this is so awesome. I just they're like ah. And I, I just couldn't play anything because I was so, like, <laughs> yeah, in shock, I think. My old body was just, like, yeah. like all stiff. And like, I can't do anything because uh, it was so awesome. It was just so, so awesome. His wife, Marlene, is just so nice to hang around, so welcoming. And, yeah, she took really good care of us that day, like, making us food and everything. It was just a really nice day off. And it's definitely... A surreal experience and having been there to be yeah. honest and uh, i would love to visit him and max and melody one time as well what has been your biggest accomplishment uh, my biggest accomplishment as a drummer has to be the tour with, with i did with ola i think because uh, that was kind of like uh, i was kind of at a breaking point if i was not going to pursue myself my career as a drummer and the very next day, I got like an invite to do the, do this six week tour with a band I never ever heard of, and they were just awesome. It says how little the world is, and that they can someone can just find me on YouTube and like hire me for a six week tour. That was very cool, and also touring South America with Mike Portnoy as a tech. That was also very very cool. Yeah, I bet. Um, also getting into the conservatory, both bachelor and master, has been something that I've uh, like tried and like, been, like set as a high goal. And I was for me getting into both of those studies, that meant a lot to me as a drummer because it kind of says what level I'm on. And that, was, uh, that meant so much to me being like, I've been working so hard to reach that goal and I made it 
nice. both that's times. Awesome. So that that was that's like my three biggest accomplishments, I think. Yeah. Do you prefer studio work or touring? Well, I do like touring, or I like the idea of touring. Um, <laughs> I really like having no like responsibilities and just like every day is the same. Uh, but it's really tiring and uh, I don't like being that long away from home. Like being six weeks away from home is a really long time, especially yeah. now since I have a puppy. And yeah, um, totally. Yeah, it's uh, I really like touring, but not for so long at the time. And I also, but I love being home and just working on my stuff studio. And uh, yeah, I love doing studio work for others. I love being able to set my own work days. I love being able to teach while I'm home. I love being able to have like a certain routine because I'm very like a routine person. Uh, and I love being able to practice because when you're on tour, you don't have that much time to practice. And it's just like show, show, show. And I'm not at the point, I'm not like a, as good as a drummer that's a, that I want to be at all. So I really like to practice because I know whenever I practice, I get better. And yeah. Uh, yeah. that's why I like being home. So I think like for me right now, I would like to be home for quite some time and like work myself up as like a, as a drummer. In a couple of years, that might change again. So tell me about your double bass technique. How has it improved over the years? Well, my double bass technique uh, involves around using the entire foot or both my feet, like using them both uh, from the bottom and all the way up. Because uh, I just fi find that you get more power out of it. I see so many drummers like using heel down, just like basically like softly touches the head. And I mean, if you, if you want to do like if you're up to like 160 BPM, that's okay. But I mean, over 160, and if you don't have that punch and power, uh, you you only hear like, ooh, and no, not like, and I that's what I've been like trying to work myself up to that I can have still a lot of power, yeah, uh, and punch even though it goes fast. I'm not like a fast double pedal drummer at all, but. It's definitely one of my biggest strengths that I'm that I play really hard at fast tempo tempos and can play like very intricate stuff with my feet, very solid and hard, and like every note is audible or hearable if you want to say that. Uh, and I'll show you right now how my technique works. So I'll play a little bit something for you. take lessons from any drummer dead or alive who would it be definitely buddy rich definitely buddy rich nice uh, i don't know like i don't know maybe he he's not like the best teacher ever but <laughs> it would just be great to be in the same room as him and uh yeah see how he works and just like talk with him about concepts timing techniques yep I would just love to like have a chat with him to be honest uh either him or i would really like to meet eric carr also 
Not that he's like the best drummer ever, but it would just be awesome, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite thing on your kit? My favorite thing around the drum kit? Oh, uh, I don't have that many fancy drum things, to be honest. Uh, but I'm really happy about my snare drums that I made from a, beat, from a Swedish company called Beathead Drums, and I'm happy to be endorsing them because they're just like, they're awesome and the craftsmanship and it's behind the drums are just out of this world. It's some of the best things I've ever seen and everyone I show it to is just like, this drum is insane. So yeah, I have three drums from them right now and uh, I, have a, like, I have a 14 by seven, 14 by six and a 12 by five. I think it's 12 by five or 12 by four. But Jeez. it's, uh, yeah, all of them are really nice and nice. I really like them. That has to be my favorite thing on my That's drum cool. set, even though it's not a toy or thing, but it's definitely. I mean, it is a thing. My favorite thing on the drum set. See, it's a thing, I told you. What's your worst drum malfunction? I don't think that I have that many malfun malfunctions. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, whenever there's something really bad happening, we're really quick at fixing it. Uh, I think I hit through a drum head once, but that wasn't that wasn't a big deal or anything. That was like a funk gig, and we just like I was at the end of the song, and we didn't acquire like any double pedals. I just turned the bass drum around, and <laughs> that was it. And then we we're good to go again. It was just like five songs or something. Uh, That's interesting. But I mean, usually I'm really really like anal if that's a word to say oh, no. usually like really yeah. anal about everything being like always always working being having like a backup plan in case something breaks in case something like in case a computer dies or something also have a backup in case the sound sound card dies you have a backup um so i usually don't have that many things i mean the worst thing that happened to me is that my batteries died on my inner monitor uh but uh, that was like just a couple of bars before a break and I could change it and like nothing happened to be honest. So I'm sorry for having a really boring answer to <laughs> yeah, that question. Yeah, should be. But That's very boring. Yeah. That's life, I guess. <laughs> cool. Thanks so much for the interview. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on Behind the Kit. It's been a pleasure talking with you <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I hope to be back in north america really soon with something like seven days in alaska or archetype or oakland rain or whatever one of your 12 bands it was okay, a nice cool. time here and i hope to be back so thank you for checking this out and i hope you enjoy this as much as i did it's yeah. been awkward totally awkward for both of us more awkward than you guys will ever know <laughs>
Hey everybody, thanks for listening to that interview. Again, that was a rebroadcast from my YouTube channel. If you want to see that playthrough at the end of the interview, as well as all the other stuff that he's got going on, I've got links and everything on the YouTube channel. So youtube.com forward slash behind the kit official will get you to the YouTube. I'm also on Instagram at behind the kit official and on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash behind the kit slc so make sure you're following me i've got all the links on those sites and uh, make sure you share this if any of it was useful i'd really appreciate it uh, throw me a comment or a review or something to show me that you've listened to this podcast and uh, you will be the next person to get a virtual high five for me um, thanks again for tuning in and i'll see you behind the kit